0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Ackeson here. Welcome to another edition of Full Measure After Hours. I hope you'll consider pre-ordering my new book that's coming out. It's called Slanted, How the News Media Taught Us to Love Censorship and hate journalism, you can order it anywhere today. Today's podcast is going to talk about the border in the way that you like to hear about border information without the spin and just the facts. Do you have something to say and want to make your own podcast? Let me tell you how to do that for free with Anchor. Anchor has creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. You can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's all you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's hard for me to believe that here we are beginning our sixth season, our sixth year here at Full Measure, It seems like just yesterday that I left CBS News because I was having so much trouble getting what I thought was unfettered, honest, accurate journalism, original reporting on television. And I know a lot of my colleagues in journalism are having the same problem at broadcast and print organizations, at least on the national level. Local news seems to be a little better in terms of being able to get the straight story out to viewers, but the national news environment in my view, is almost entirely influenced and manipulated. And even when it's not overtly manipulated, a lot of times, what are you getting? You're getting the same interviews with the same few people on the same topics. Maybe they're taking a different view, but they're only discussing a small universe of stories over and over again. And talking to propagandists or political operatives on each side, really teaching us nothing or very little about What's really going on? And we're missing, because we're so obsessed with the political horse race of the moment or the smear du jour, we're missing a lot of real news that's happening around the world and in the United States. That's what Full Measure has been doing for the past five years and what we're going to do in season six. We're going to talk about a lot of those stories that used to get reported that it seems like people are ignoring now because no powerful interest wants to put those stories on the table and so it's not what you see when you look at the news. We're also going to continue reporting off the narrative, meaning whereas the media have in some cases declared there's only one side to certain stories, no point in exploring another side, that's not how we do it. We understand that with most stories there are multiple sides. Whether we personally may agree with the viewpoint or not, you'll hear it, and you'll hear it fairly presented. We're not going to argue with somebody about their viewpoint or bully them into um, saying that they shouldn't think what they think, you're going to hear different views and you can make up your own mind. So what do we have coming up in season six? The first cover story that we're going to have Sunday, September 13th, is another trip to the border. And you may know that even starting when I worked at CBS News, I made multiple trips to the border with the idea in mind of just going to find out what's really going on. This is one of the flashpoint issues in America. It has been for years, and yet I think most Americans will never visit the U.S.-Mexican border. Most reporters have never and will never visit the U.S.-Mexican border, even when they're reporting on it. And most politicians, including members of Congress who are in charge of a lot of policy issues and whether to appropriate money for security and other things, they have not or will not visit the border in many cases. So when I go, instead of trying to prove a point, I really want to know what's going on. You just don't hear factual reporting that often. So I've been multiple times to the border um, in Texas, Arizona, California. But for the season debut of Full Measure, going into the 2020 election, I wanted to know what's really happening. What are the latest trends in terms of illegal drugs and illegal immigration? So I headed to the southern border in California. It's called the San Diego sector. And right across the border is the Mexican city, the huge city of Tijuana. And this is a place, you'll see if you watch the TV version of this, it's a beachy area that was made kind of infamous a couple of years ago in 2018 because there was video that went all around the world showing Mexicans or people from other countries in Mexico actually climbing on top of the wall, climbing over it, cutting a hole and going through, there were mass incursions coming into the United States through this border wall. And it's interesting because since that time, there has been a new border wall constructed and it's a double system. So there's really two walls. It's taller, it's less penetrable, and there is no way that same sort of traffic could happen today um, as we saw in 2018. They can't climb on top of it. They cannot cut through it. Um, it's it's a big improvement according to the agents, but you know necessity is the mother of invention, and there are still a lot of illegal immigrants and drugs coming in over this border. One way they get around is the wall only goes so far into the ocean, not very far at all. So there's a lot of maritime smuggling activity. The illegal immigrants, the cartels, the smugglers, they take boats and they load them up with humans, you know, that they're trafficking or drugs in some cases, and they smuggle that way. So I went out with the horse patrol, the border patrol. They find it easier to patrol along this coastline in some instances with horses because it's in the sand and in environmentally sensitive areas where they're not supposed to take the all-terrain vehicles. And they find people sometimes swimming around the border. They find boats coming across They even have motorized surfboards that they found on shore. Um, They recently intercepted a small fishing boat that had 19 illegal immigrants stuffed on board. There was a boat that capsized not long ago. It was carrying 14 illegal immigrants and 82 pounds of meth. And there was another one recently, for example, carrying 761 pounds of marijuana and 64 pounds of meth. And over the past couple years, just in this one area... Of the San Diego sector, this beachy area, right along the border, agents have arrested about 1,000 people related to ocean smuggling and seized more than 25,000 pounds of drugs and contraband. That's in just two years. Another interesting point that I found out about, you may know that California has legalized recreational marijuana now. It's been legal since January of 2018. And the hope, we'll be doing more on this later in the season, but the hope on the part of advocates to legalize pot was that it would cut into the illegal pot trafficking trade because it would be legal. But that's not turned out to be the case in California or many other states that have taken this route. In fact, in the fiscal year 2019, this sector that I visited, San Diego, confiscated 3,200 pounds of weed. So that's 2019, that's about the year after recreational pot became legal, once again, they confiscated 3,200 pounds of weed, but this year through September 8th, they seized triple that amount of marijuana, more than 10,000 pounds instead of 3,000, so that's spiked, that's on the uptick despite the fact that marijuana is legal. How do they do it all kinds of ways, I mean, not just the maritime smuggling, but Across the uh, border crossing, the legal border crossing areas, sometimes um, the dogs, the canine units, or the patrol agents identify suspicious vehicles. In um, one seizure recently, furniture was found to be stuffed with 2,400 pounds of marijuana worth nearly a million dollars. That was at the San Isidro Port of Entry. That's the largest border crossing in the world, by the way. Lots of traffic. And I wanted to know... Not just what was going on in this sector, but what's been happening trend-wise nationally. Here are a few statistics. From April to May, so in one month alone, there was a huge uptick in drug seizures nationally. So from April to May, seizures of opioid fentanyl were up 11%. Marijuana seizures up nearly 35% month to month. Methamphetamine seizures rose 66% and cocaine interdictions more than doubled. I'll show you some video and pictures of some of these seizures if you watch the television story, but here's some examples. Uh, The border agents found $97,000 worth of meth stuffed in the doors and panels of a car. They found cocaine worth $650,000 in boxes that were embedded inside the seats of a truck. They found 41 pounds of meth hidden inside a gas tank, and then they found liquid meth disguised in transmission fluid and coolant containers. So as you can tell, the drug smuggling situation is still very bad. But on the other hand, the human smuggling, the illegal immigration, is showing the opposite trend so far. So let me give you some of those numbers. In fiscal year 2017 the Customs and Border Protection reported over 415,000 apprehensions. So 415,000 in 2017. There was a huge spike then last year in 2019. That number doubled to over 977,000. And there were all-time records set for the number of non-Mexicans picked up. So these are people coming in from other countries, particularly Central America, There were records set for the number of family units coming in, as well as unaccompanied children, 977,000. But through August of this year, 2020, with just a month left in the fiscal year, agents reported picking up fewer than 400,000 people. So again, down from 977,000 to 400,000 year to year. What's the reason? Well, again, they're only measuring those caught not those who get through and plenty of them get through but border agents do think this new system of border wall that has been erected along more than 300 miles of the border in the biggest trouble spots has made a huge difference in terms of how many people and how quickly they can get across the border the traffic levels have greatly decreased the infrastructure that's been put in place they say has really worked For many areas that have been overrun in the past. You can watch this story on Sunday, September 13th on Full Measure to find out a TV station that has Full Measure near you. You can go to CherylAtkinson.com and click the Full Measure tab to tell you where to watch, or go to FullMeasure.News and click About, and it will have the TV station list. But also, at CherylAtkinson.com under Full Measure, you can see how to watch us on our app, Stir S-T-I-R-R, live or on demand. And one of the easiest things, I think, is just to go to the website, fullmeasure.news. You can watch it live at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Sundays or replays anytime, even right now. Just go to fullmeasure.news, and once these segments air on TV, they're posted there and they continue to live there and you can refer back to them and search for them. So look for the story on the border on our season debut, season six, very exciting, Sunday, September 13th. Back with more in just a moment. You know something major has been happening to the news industry, making it, in some cases, hard to trust and hard to believe what's being reported. It's one important reason why the pre-order slanted my new book, Subtitled How the News Media Taught Us to Love Censorship and Hate Journalism, this is the first book I know of that includes such revealing, candid interviews about what's happening to our industry with more than a dozen current and former top news insiders, including people who are news network presidents, producers, and reporters from CNN, CBS, ABC, MSNBC, NBC, and The New York Times. There's a New York Times chapter Talking about the devolution of the times, the once proud, mighty paper, now it stands for all the narratives fit to print. And we trace the public fall from its top place in global journalism to the disgraced place that the New York Times has begun to hold today, a chaotic and internally troubled narrative machine that has become better known by many now for its partisan propaganda and irresponsible journalism. There's also a chapter in Slanted on CNN where I used to work, and I spoke with some of my former colleagues about what's happened to CNN. It used to be a pretty straight news organization in Ted Turner's time, and when I was there back in 1990 to '93, we talk about what's happened since, and we get the thoughts from a lot of insiders who agree that CNN is just a shadow of its former self. So the book, again, Slanted, How the News Media Taught Us to Love Censorship and Hate Journalism, pre-order today. We're back with more about our debut episode of Season 6 of Full Measure, Sunday, September 13th. Another story that we have is by Scott Thuman, our intrepid correspondent, who we sent to Minneapolis and asked him to sort of take the temperature in this troubled city after so much violence and disruption over the summer. Minneapolis is just one city, of course, that's been experiencing this. But we wanted to know what happens when the police are on the defensive and communities are not being patrolled, perhaps, by law enforcement the way they were just a few months ago before all of the unrest. And I hope you'll catch this story either on replay at fullmeasure.news or on the TV show Live. Because Scott did a fascinating story. He went out at night with the police, kind of following them around and also talked to members of the various communities there. And he found that, especially in some of the poor and crime riddled neighborhoods, they really feel as though they've been left to fend for themselves in many respects. And what's happened as they've had this gap in law enforcement or feel like they've not been well covered? Well, You might imagine there are armed citizens now taking to the streets, going on patrol themselves. Some people think that's dangerous, too, but others say they're left with little choice. And Scott also speaks to members of the community, African-American and otherwise, who talk about whether they think that the police should be defunded the way some city leaders want it to be, whether they think the police should be abolished the way some radical activists have demanded And he was kind of surprised, I think, to find that even those who were somewhat critical of the police and some of the police tactics did not want the police agencies to be abolished or defunded. So that's an interesting story Scott will have Sunday on Full Measure. And lastly, we have a really interesting story on the anniversary of the September 11th, 2012 Islamic extremist terrorist attacks on the Americans in Benghazi, Libya. We talked to one of the heroes who was there that night and defied orders to go and save lives. So look for that interview as well, either live or on the replay at fullmeasure.news. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and you'll subscribe, share it with your friends, leave a good review, And you can also look for the Cheryl Atkinson podcast, my other podcast, wherever you like to listen, do your own research, make up your own mind, think for yourself.